Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Mandy. And this is Love Sober. The podcast for the sober and sober curious. Hi there and welcome back to Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and sober curious. And this is episode 161 and it is the first episode of 2022. Yay! Goodbye 2021. See you later. Fuck you, 2021. (laughs) Basically. Basically. So welcome if you are listening for the first time. Excuse us for swearing. (laughs) Um, If you're doing dry January, then well done for, yeah, just having a look at uh, what alcohol looks like in your life and, you know, what it might um, be like to not drink alcohol anymore so yeah so welcome to any dry january they're off to a really good start aren't we basically i can barely breathe because i've just done my first training session of the year and it's like and that makes me sound like super fit it's like yes my first training session and actually i only did about three last year (laughs) so um excuse me yeah so um yeah we always start with the check-in so hi Kate how are you (laughs) I'm okay um yeah I'm all right I I know I'm more than all right actually because I just went and did my first did I mention I just did my first training (laughs) session of 2022 and um like this is quite something really because well basically shall I just go there now shall I just go there in terms of the but the worst thing is the pelvic floor. Oh, you are going there. I'm going there. <laughs> okay. So basically, I have to just accept that I'm going to kind of piss myself in public if I'm going to get fit. <laughs> well, now I didn't know that we were going to go there. <laughs> so, welcome to any new listeners that are um, listening to Love So Podcast. <laughs> the only way is up, basically um how am I um I'm all right yeah I'm pretty I'm all right nothing to report um Mm. I'm deep deep in um doing my accounts for last year which is incredibly painful um I've cried twice it's just me and numbers are not it's not a it's not a safe space (laughs) um but I've I've done January February March so that's good that's really Um, good I'm aiming to get through like half the year and then I'll drop them off to the accountant like that I'll feel like I've you know got somewhere um but other than that I'm all right I'm not sleeping great but no you know Um, me either I was up at like yeah 4 30 last night Mm. and then I gave up at five but because I'd read that book that I gave you for Christmas mm. <clears throat> it talks about I was talking about it before wasn't I the watch that that people used to have they used to do it when um before we live it lived in overly lit times and so well I was gonna say so busy but being a medieval peasant probably was quite busy in terms mm. of labor <laughs> but apparently people used to wake have two bits of sleep and they used to wake up in the middle at about one or two um and people would and there's there's actual sort of documents that record this and people would get up and they would smoke tobacco apparently um 
they would drink tea. <laughs> Sounds like my husband. <laughs> no. And they would even visit like neighbours and they'd have sex. And it was called the watch. And it was like for those kind of reflective or intimate practices that you couldn't do during the day when you were kind of labouring. <laughs> I love that they, they visit their neighbours and have sex. It's like, who are they having sex Just like my husband. <laughs> Just going, going around to visit the neighbours. Right. Good. Anyway, well, where, good. Good. Where good. were we? Why were we talking about that? <laughs> um, so today's subject. Yeah. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit about expectations and progress. Mm. So yeah, tell us why this came up for you and and how it's helpful for sobriety. Well, I don't know if I mentioned, but I did this PT. <laughs> Sorry. And basically, the, the coach was saying, the instructor was saying a few things. So we were talking about um, the other lady that was there. She, like, we were both knackered, basically. And we had our, you know, Christmas cheese and chocolate friends with us, obviously. So it was hard work. And he just said, um, don't forget that when I met you, you could only <laughs> you could only do 12 star jumps. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at that. Anyway, so she was like, hmm, I'd forgotten about that. So we decided that it was really important to remember to track progress and this human sort of tendency that we have to raise the bar on ourselves. And so we forget, we forget how well we've done. And then we shift the bar and then we can be really mean to ourselves. And I know this, you know, anyone with a fierce inner critic, which most people who drink alcohol or have have a problematic relationship with alcohol. I would say I don't know anyone who hasn't got a really fierce inner critic Mm -hmm. and often drank to make it go quiet. And yeah, so I just thought it was really interesting. And I and that we forget how we forget where we started we forget our progress, we raise the bar and then we push ourselves with the stick rather than go sit down and take a moment to reflect and go, you know what, you did really good. Do you remember when you tried this time last year, you only got to like one day or something? Yeah. Like you're at, what are we? We're four days into January. If you start to dry January and you're four days in, it's like, my goodness, that's so great. And is it getting any easier? What do you notice and well done for you know we've we've mm. got to talk to ourselves like that rather than start to take it for granted and then just yeah be be mean to ourselves yeah I think it's really <clears throat> important and like you know we we talk about sort of like you know what did you learn when things sort of don't go to plan yeah and that's part of it but it's also that you know yeah recognizing where you've come from and and how far you've come you know you might not be you know exactly where you want to be yet but you know gosh haven't you come far Mm -hmm. like haven't you yeah hasn't it changed and hasn't it (laughs) improved and and sort of yeah mark that kind of that progress I mean I guess that's why when I kind of came back to sobriety after drinking you know I used to do those sort of totting up my numbers and put them together Mm. you know 
and those sort of apps that do do your kind of dry days are quite nice aren't they so it's like okay you know if you look back and it's like well two years ago I had no dry days Mm. and now like you know I had three drinking days and the rest were dry days then that's Mm. amazing rather than just focusing in on those you know three slips that you had yeah Um, and I I thought that there was a different another element to it as well which was quite interesting to look at the duality of it yeah there is there is another one but but first of all I just want to kind of unpick this a little bit more because if you've had a slip now and and for both of us we had many many didn't we we talked about the day ones and and what you've just mentioned is so important that kind of what was the learning Mm. and learning almost the muscle and the mechanics of recovering from a slip for example so what turns it what what makes it what you know us be able to learn from it and when you were talking I was thinking about it and I was thinking first of all I had to kind of manage the shame Mm. and reframe the failure of it it's like okay ah done it again so and before I would just go off into a shame spiral and go, whatever, you done know, done it now, fucked it all up, hate on myself for a week until I'd got, you know, whatever, a bit of sober time, but I wouldn't have necessarily reflected or learnt. Mm. And so you've got to manage that, manage that sort of shame with self-compassion. And we always signpost Tara Brack, why well, I always signpost Tara Brack mm. as, as a really good, clear way of just listening in and being with yourself and going, you know what, sweetie, that's all right. You know, you've done your best, whatever. Mm. But you have to do that in order to be able to enter a reflective relationship with what just happened and access any learning from it. Mm-mm. So you have to reframe the failure as a learning opportunity and you have to manage the shame around it because otherwise you can't learn because you're too busy hating on yourself yeah and I think like the the language that you use you know it's like how how do I talk about these experiences like what am I saying you know is it like I fucked up again Mm. you know or like you know I made like and you know I don't know and just sort of how can you change that language to be sort of more productive and and softer and 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 focusing on growth so mm-hmm. it's like you know and 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 look at the the reasons why as well so it's like wow you know I I hadn't really anticipated the incredible stress that that situation would bring on me you <clears> know <throat> what can I do next time so I'm not put in that situation where I yeah. feel that incredible stress you yeah. know rather than focusing on alcohol again it's like giving it such a big fucking voice in your life you know Mm. it's it's almost like that consistent not only does alcohol play center stage and everything that is positive good like you know treat etc but then it also plays center stage of like Mm. you know I must not do it. I must not have it. I must not, you know, it's, it just takes up so much noise. But when you start to focus, it's just like, right, you know, I'm not going to think about that. I'm going to think about the whys and think about what I need um, and put my focus into 
my strengths you know like wow I managed that situation I didn't think I could get through that situation and I did Um, how can I use that learning in the future yeah 100% like you know that yeah what happened I find the what questions Mm. are really helpful because they don't they somehow take the me out of it you know I don't know if that makes any Mm. sense but instead of going well why is this I can end up down some rabbit hole but you know what happened what did I need that I didn't have in that situation Mm. what do I need to help and again it just feels like they are quite productive questions rather than you know, and quite clear, sort of, mm. they, they, they don't feel quite as weighty as some of the why, <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean? The whys yeah. can get a little bit, like, into the own narrative, can't, can't they, and Mm-mm. rabbit holy. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and like you said, I, I think if anyone is starting out on dry January, one of the first things I think to to that you've just said is about kind of the mental muscle of getting clear about whatever it is like we've been pushed alcohol haven't we from from the from the get-go and it has this place and if you've developed some kind of relationship it will have extra significance so it's a bit like okay we've just got to have quite a strong mental muscle about this Mm. and just go that's just off the table so whatever comes up it's like fine but that's off the table Mm -mm. okay so what's actually going on yeah cool and that's off the table you know just just try and know that if you say right I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna do that it means that you have to find a different solution and that's what this period of exploration is giving you it's giving you the opportunity to try on all the different things you can do rather than that thing that you've decided you want to stop for a bit because you're not happy with it so no one's making you you've decided yeah it's almost Mm. like you know like mentally sort of you know putting it in a in a cupboard and you know locking the key it's just like that doesn't exist anymore you know and I was thinking about this the other day about you know people were drinking around Christmas and New Year's Eve we had people here and you know I mean it was the classic sort of what would have been incredibly challenging for me in terms of my relationship because it was you know I mean our friend is a you know a sommelier you know he's a he trained in a wine school like they were all old bottles from like the different chateaus blah 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 like a lot of the conversation was around how good the wine was and I did I didn't even notice like I, mm. I literally it was only the the day after that I was like huh like I don't see it I don't yeah it has no visual or mental energy for me it's like <clears throat> it doesn't exist and if ever my my eyes catch the glass of wine or the bottle like I literally just look away straight away like I don't go near it I don't it doesn't exist to me and so there is a real sort of thing of like you have to take it out of being center stage um you know and that again which comes on sort of the next point of those small steps and being consistent is that you know the more you do it the easier it gets 
yeah and you know and it's just it literally yeah it's not an option it's not a thing that I think about it's not you know I have no emotion about alcohol at all other than a lot of angry emotion um you know which is part of it too right so if someone really was like oh you know in my face talking about how amazing mm-hmm. alcohol would is I'd just be like that's fucking bullshit <laughs> it's not great it's a poison and mm-hmm. it causes that's harm right. yeah. yeah yeah and uh, and what I guess what you're talking about there is the yeah the mental associations Mm. what interests me right is how I used to feel and how I used to experience my relationship with it and then the scientific facts of what actually was going on in the brain and so it felt so so personal it felt like only me it was all tied up with every it was tied up with identity who I am what I was doing how I was feeling Mm. all of the rituals all of the routines and so actually day by day step by step what we're doing is building new muscles new neural pathways it's the power you know it's just the science of habit change it's doing the same thing and filling ourselves with good knowledge about it and slowly slowly the wine which goes quiet and all the rest of it and it was like I just couldn't imagine that no but that's what happens and it doesn't then just leave an empty space you fill it with new associations with different things and Mm. you find and that's the other thing that I think I was scared of was just being left with an empty space Mm. so that's obviously why we work in the way we do at Love Sober is to fill that with sober treats and good stuff and connection community um but how it how it feels it just felt like this relationship and story in my head that had it was fully fleshed out it was embodied it was like a full-on experience with it yeah 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 and I'm like oh my god like when I look back I didn't I just couldn't believe that it was possible to change that and how it is it's like miracle yeah I mean even you know the fact of kind of like not having any comprehension of how certain events could be done without alcohol is just like I I didn't I didn't understand like it didn't you know it's like okay I can do these you know well what would be sort of Monday Tuesday Wednesday right that's about where I got to when I was trying and then it'd be wet Thursday would be like well it's nearly the weekend so that would be Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday you know when I was trying I'd be able to manage those sort of three days in the week but it was impossible to comprehend a Friday night without alcohol or you know or Christmas you know and and it's incredible when you think and you know and specific drinks and specific it was so emotive um and that's what I mean you know like we were at a dinner with oysters and foie gras and like you know all the things and there was champagne and then there was you know the white wine Mm. the red wine the whole shebang of the you know the fantasy French life Mm. and I didn't even note I didn't even see it that's amazing um yeah and and I can remember yeah but it was only the day after like it just it was just it doesn't interest me Mm. um 
and it was I mean it definitely wasn't like that at the beginning there'd be this kind of like warm kind of like yeah it's interesting the feeling what if the feeling of being triggered would just be like this kind of yeah heat of like longing no it's a longing there'd be this longing there for it um so I just have to shut it down like mm. I'm not doing that I'm not doing that that's not what I do I'm not doing that I'm not doing yeah. that that's not yeah. what I do mine was definitely like that the first steps with star bit of oxygen I don't yeah. I don't do that and then distract and go and do something else yeah and I think that you know that is how it is for the the first while mm. You know, it is a split depending on how much, you know, how how developed your relationship is there and how, you know. Yeah. You know, I would now say, you know, how addicted I was, despite the fact that I was like you said, I'd do three days and then I'd have a midweek and then it would creep up and then I'd have a, probably another day off. And then it would be too much at the weekend, round and round and round for years and years and years. But where the way I described the kind of fleshed out embodied full on relationship with it, where mm. it was like associated with everything, whether I did it or not. When I hear that, I'm like, yeah, man, that's addiction, yeah. right? That's Mm-mm. just addiction full on. But what was interesting, <clears throat> um, the other point that the we should give him a shout out, good old personal trainer. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> Colin, first step fitness. What, 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 what Colin did say. What Colin um, did say to me today. Yeah, yeah, about kind of consistency. Yeah, yeah, consistency being key because we were talking about how knackered we were, <laughs> and we were just sort of saying, "Yeah, see you in a couple of days." And he'd mentioned that, as well as the fact that you could only do twelve star jumps when you first met this lady. He also said, "But imagine how fit you two would be if you kept coming." all year (laughs) I was like oh can we just not end on the look at how well you're doing well it was like real fame cost this is where you stop paying this sweat moment but that is true and sometimes I know that that's a kind of a good mama bear even though he's a man that's like a come on that's so true right and so if we can flip that for now it's like if you feel like you're gonna give up or the craving is you know it's like okay reach out get support and cast that stone you haven't done this for no reason you haven't got Mm. to day four just to get to day four have you really did you just say I'm just going to do four days no so imagine what that's going to look like when you get to the end of the week Mm -hmm. right look at that and then you can look go back and go bloody hell I did a week and then it's like you haven't stopped you haven't you have not that's you're not done yet are you come on you know and you can use that sort of to pitch it forward to create like you know to motivate we can motivate ourselves with that and that very mantra got me through a one Christmas one year was that I haven't come this far to only come this far right and it's such such a good one yeah and I I think because it does it sounds you know it's like spiky in there it's a bit like oh god all right there's you know does that mean that I should be ashamed of myself because I went back or you know there's, there's that element of spike to it yeah. but there's also that kind of truth to it which definitely you know yeah 
I mean, there's two things, isn't it? It's like there, there used to be this old kind of idea is that, you you know, you would only ever stop when you hit rock bottom, which is terrifying, mm. you know, and it's so awful, right? Terrifying. I'm sorry, but, but that's shit. Yeah. So shit. But, it, you know, but that, that you know, there's part of me that did, did have that. It's like, am I going to push myself to hit, you know, yeah. rock bottom? Am I going to, is, is that what is that what the future looks like for me? And that was a motivator for us like, no, right, I'm going to sort this out now. Um, you know, that playing with fire type thing, like how many times am I going to like, um, yeah, sort of test it. How many times am yeah. I going to risk is yeah. the, the element of risk? Yeah. But also that thing of like, so for me, it wasn't like, you know rock bottom it was another day one it was just like I cannot do another day one I cannot start again like and that really makes and that's a little bit like this it's like because I'd been back and forth been back and forth you know I have to accept the fact that in another world in another life I would be like eight nearly nine years sober right so I have to accept that Mm. um and yes it's all part of the journey and blah 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 but at the same time that was a motivator to me it was just like I never want to be a day one again I'm not doing this again um you know and the beauty mm. the excitement the brilliance of being like passing that first year again mm. getting to you know 18 months that I'd never done before you know pushing on for two years mm. like now knowing that this year will be five years like that's really exciting for me Um, I love the the kind of wisdom of that long period it's just like it it it's beyond those expectations and it's interesting right because at the beginning it was just like I can't even think about doing like a week or a a month and now it's like give me 10 years (laughs) you know it's like you know the 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 expanse and the excitement of being you know one of those wise old older not even older but wise sober people of being like yeah 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 no I haven't drank for like 10 years that's just badass to me that's you know exciting so yeah that that thing of like consistency it's like and you know and on the science of it if you put it through another lens if you're a smoker if you've ever had any other addiction you can identify Mm -hmm. it's you know you just have to never do it again mm. you know like if I picked up a cigarette and I know this because I tested it mm. you know it didn't become my thing straight away but within you know four or five months I went from smoking occasionally you know at a party to you know buying 20 fags and smoking 20 fags again mm. you know and it's the same with drinking every yeah. time it's the same it's so, once you've got to that point, it will trump than whatever you've got going on than those neural pathways because yeah. of the chemical charge and the addictive nature. It just will trump. Yeah. Because I could always, I remember even then, before we knew all of the, the neuroscience stuff that we're all nerdy about, I remember thinking, wondering why and and discussing it on sober forums like why is it why is it when I drink all my self-care goes out of the window it's like I don't understand it why is it it's like why has it got to be either or and it's because basically that neural pathway like I've already said a million times was like m1 Mm. so I was building the sober self-care toolkit and I was doing all that but if I introduced that it they just 
you know, I'm I'm not that one that got away with it, which I thought yeah. I was. It's like yeah. that is because I have a human brain. It doesn't mean I'm fundamentally flawed. It means that I'm fundamentally my brain does what a human being's brain does. Yeah. If it's got an addictive charge to it and I've been doing it for a while, it's gonna trump the other stuff. Yeah. You're not yeah, the that, one that, that gets neuro away pathway with it. is never it's never not gonna there. suddenly not be there yeah it's just you just don't do that thing and the more you don't do that thing the less important that thing becomes and the more you learn other things to do you know and again it's those seven two instead of go along the m20 yeah quite yes um you know and 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 I think and the, the thing of when you get further along the line and stuff like that is that nuances of kind of like yeah sort of eliminating every that's what it is isn't it it's like eliminating every situation or whatever um and that's where the learning is and that's when if you do you know slip up or whatever it's the learning because you're eliminating all of those situations where alcohol played a part so it's like you need that toolkit for when you feel sad happy excited you know treat all the things and you know and sometimes things hit you um and hopefully you know you've got and what we said in the last episode you know you've got enough strength in your sobriety that no matter what happens that's just it's not an option like it just wasn't an option despite all the things last year it was just never yeah it's never going to be that you know yeah and doesn't mean that you were perfect human beings there might have been more (laughs) more shopping more you know trips to get nails done and more like shoes bought and various other things and but it's it's not that thing you know and you can catch yourself right you can catch yourself in those other behaviors and bring your yourself back yeah like yes we can get addicted to everything and anything <clears throat> but you can catch yourself and bring yourself back and alcohol is not one of those things mm-hmm. i can catch myself and bring myself back yeah yeah um so yeah so acknowledge your progress acknowledge progress and don't forget how well you're doing Mm. yeah and it gets easier it gets easier and easier and it gets more and more exciting and that's the other bit is like you know from a scientific point of view I've been thinking about this recently because I went to yoga yesterday last night because and that you know that for me is yoga mm. is survival right um and it's just so you know I went I was so angry I was so so angry last night um for reasons that I've already spoken to you about which mm. I won't go into now um and so I took myself off to some yin yoga and I was knackered as well. So I wasn't going to do a hot class. So I learned a bit of differentiation there about what my body needs and giving myself a bit of self-compassion. And Bryony <clears throat> led us in this beautiful, it was like in the moon studio. We had all these mats and bolsters. She had some beautiful music playing. And, and I, it was just a beautiful yin class and it was all female and she played this bit of music which is a lovely Indian bit of music and it was she started explaining what it was and it was all the goddesses it was like whatever it was namaste namaha and then different goddesses <clears throat> and we were talking she was just talking about all the different kind of moods and the goddesses and like how we feel 
And I went from feeling really angry. I then went through feeling my body was in pain. I was racked up with anger, stress, and it was uncomfortable to sit with that. And then I moved through into, we did like a little light thing where you trace a kind of a light from different parts of your body and try and like relax. Mm, I love that. It was so beautiful. And as I was doing this and we did this twist and we were like doing this eye movement because, and it's all like, you know, to try and help while, while we're in dark, in the darkness at this time of year, it really helps stimulate the pineal gland. So we were doing this kind of like, you do a figure of eight on its side, like the infinity kind of symbol thing. And then I just saw like, <laughs> so I'm going to go a bit woo now, but it was like, just stop that for a bit. And I saw the lotus flower. It was like the lotus flower in my, you know, in the middle of my forehead. And I just felt like peace just flooded through me. It was just like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm good. You know, mm. it's just like, I'm good. And I just went from feeling really angry. Then I felt in pain and then, you know, it was just like, that's all right. I'm done. And I had a chat after class and I came home and I went to bed. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. my God, like that's all available. Like all of these things are available. Mm. Who knew? You know, yeah. Before I got pissed and woken up and had hangover. I wouldn't yeah. have known that I had that within me. Mm-mm. Yeah. Because that's it. With someone held space and then we just do it ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fine. And again, that's, you know, it's finding those things that are unique to you and, and not being scared or being embarrassed about them, you know, like, I mean, yeah, like coloring or listening to music or doing star jumps or, you know, no, not doing star jumps. No. <laughs> or, you know, being <laughs> yeah. with it, being with animals or whatever Pets. it is, you know, yeah. doing journaling, you know, finding that process. And it's the process, isn't it? It's like to work through it rather than blocking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. And releasing the stress. Um, yeah. Or and, talking and to like a therapist you... or a friend or whatever, you know. And like you said, it's like um, what is beautiful about embarking on the sober journey is that it's like if you can frame it as an exploration and it mm. does feel like muscle power, it is, it is that muscle power. But if you can then just go, well, what could I do? What did I forget that I really enjoyed? What haven't I tried yet? And just see what happens. Like, see mm-hmm. what happens for yourself um yeah because it's beautiful it is it's a beautiful journey even on the shit days there are diamonds in the shit (laughs) it's just it's better than it's better than that better than rank yeah it's true thank god thank god Mm -mm. yeah Um, what's your tip of the day my tip of the day my tip of the day is get moving get outside um I'm really bored of being inside Mm. but I have been doing embracing the wintering (laughs) thing but also I think that whole thing about being on zoom so much yeah which is a brilliant tool and I'm thank god for it you know because we we wouldn't have met without it right Mm. well we wouldn't be able to do this without it but I really need to be outside so and it you know just looking up in the sky picking you up getting oxygen in your lungs getting moving uh, it's just that's the natural endorphins so that'd mm-hmm. be my tip what about you um my tip of the day 
look after just your <laughs> your energy levels in terms of like I think people tend to go into January and be like right you know I'm on a diet I'm doing this I'm gonna sort this out you know and do and and get completely depleted so it's just like just choose one thing you know that's that's really important to you and and make sure you you know eat regularly like not starve yourself until mm. lunchtime and then starve yourself until dinner time like just have some little snacks like clementines apples you know nuts whatever yeah. yogurt like just make sure you have something mid-morning and something mid-afternoon um because mm. that can save your sobriety like really and it's can. steady and nourishing yeah and just yeah no. I think nourish is such a good word for this time of year yeah um what's your reason to love sober my reason to love sober is the fact that I got through last year yeah and that and that you know like what I love is that even when things feel difficult it's like you said about the process somehow you can process things and I think about on all levels it's like no like last night I could go through the process it's like us working together trying to have our business together showing up each week and doing a podcast together being friends it's like man we hit some hot challenging times last year and the fact that yeah. we have the opportunity to chat and to work it through and we both are individually working on our own recovery Mm-mm. means that we can own our shit we can have that space to allow the other person that that compassion Mm-mm. to work through their shit and know that we're not perfect and I'm like man that was a that's a gift right so I am so so grateful I think that sobriety has meant that probably that our business and friendship has survived yeah <laughs> do you know what I mean and our sanity yeah <laughs> so you know I I just think you know it's brilliant what a journey what a fucking <laughs> journey what a journey yeah what about you um yeah I mean I think it's just that you know all that but and also the kids you know just being able to be there and just pick them up and just be there when they need you just be consistent you know and 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 trustworthy and safe you know that's just so so Mm. rewarding just to know that like no matter what's going on like they can rely on you to just be consistently of the same you know headspace like yeah I just value that so much that it's just like whatever's going on you know yeah I can I can switch and I can just be on it and I can be present and just I don't need to go and you know try and sober up do you know what I mean god yeah I really feel like that when you said that I really feel that Mm. yeah or just bluffing your way through it trying to pretend like you're you haven't had a couple of glasses of wine because kids know you know and yeah and just that was something that creates so much shame in me that I'm just really glad that that's just not on the list you know so just yeah yeah 
hearing you loud and clear on that one yeah I feel, feel the same yeah well let's wrap up then once again if you're starting out doing dry january a big congratulations um keep going with it you know well done be curious look after yourself don't be mean to yourself but just look at it as just an opportunity for you to reflect and just to give yourself a bit of a break as well from mm. from it and then ask better you know ask deeper questions ask better questions ask the questions you want to ask and you know know that you're not alone and it's a brilliant positive choice um and if you want extra support send up a flare you can contact us at hello at lovesober.com um we've got the community a secret facebook community you can find everything that we do at lovesober.com um if we're not your fit there's lots of other what johnny's got something at the moment hasn't he the school of self-development they're doing a dry yeah. january a dry yeah. january initiative um the soberistas so she recovers um there's be sober there's so many now so you know yeah. be curious and find your fit and um know that you're not alone and we'll see you next week for more chat <laughs>